Okay, welcome back to episode number 19. Good. How are you guys doing? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's always good when I speak to you guys. So. <laughs> I, wish I, could say this, wish I could say the same. Happy so Friday. That hurt. That hurt. <laughs> so you're here with myself, Olu, Daniel, Pabilo, and Shuwao. On this episode, we're going to talk about friendship. So friendship as an adult, how do you make, maintain, and have friendships with true intentions at a later stage in your life not too old but a later stage then we have the book review which will be taken by daniel i believe or if he's not ready we'll find out (laughs) so stay tuned and let's get started So friendships. Let's get started. Do you guys have any friends? My circle's real tight. Real tight. No new friends. No new friends. Is it so tight that it's a dot? It's not even a circle, is it? Um <laughs> No, no, but it, no, this is a good question. This was something that someone was um, that someone asked us to discuss, and it did make me think when they first posed the question about friendships, because ultimately the majority of our friends, you know, I think I don't know, I could be wrong. We form the relationships at a younger stage, say during our teenage years, early adult years, and those are usually the friends you kind of grow up with and you keep in contact with but we'll get onto the kind of maintenance and sustaining a friendship later. But as I started to evaluate my own life, I started thinking about the people around me and those that I would consider, you know, an acquaintance and a friend. And it comes to a point where you don't really, you stop making new friends, so to speak. Mm. You may make more acquaintances, but a true friendship, mm. they do they do slow down in terms of forming. And I started even thinking about um, the friends I have, the ones I have have been for the like last 10, 11 years and they've stemmed from say college or university. And between that, I haven't made that many new friends. I've made acquaintances, but not new friends. And even the wedding I was at early this week, um, the person I was speaking next to was saying, oh, how do you know, you know, how do you know them? Blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, I went to university. And she's like, oh, wow. There's so many people from university. It's, it's just, you know, it's amazing how, well, how long did you go? Did you finish? So that's seven, eight years ago. So, oh, it's amazing how you've all stayed in contact and you're still speaking with each other. There's so many of you here. Do you all know each other, etc. And it really makes you think we are privileged, but we have done it in an intentional manner. But we'll get on to intentional um, friendships later. But how about you? How about yourselves? I think for me, actually, the the time that I make new friends has been triggered mainly by uh, relocating cities so when i went to japan for example which is like three four years ago because i didn't know anyone at all just to kind of survive and have a good time i had to kind of make make friends and also if i think back to when i recently moved back to switzerland just over a year ago there's people now that um i would regard as friends that i didn't actually know before so people that i've only met in the last year as well so i think for me the biggest trigger point has been when i've moved cities and probably if i hadn't moved cities would i have been able to make as many new friends probably not actually so that was the biggest trigger for me it's just uh relocating i think traveling well forces you to actually get outside of your comfort zone and meet new people i think when yeah, you're yeah, yeah. in your home location or where you've grown up you start to get comfortable a lot of times so comfortable with a group mm. of friends that you've already established those are the ones you go to see, you stay with for um, majority of time when you go out or social events. But when you're, you travel and like you mentioned, you're just yeah. in a location by yourself, you've got two choices. Loneliness <laughs> or interaction. <laughs> 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 or interaction with people there. So it's your choice. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually on, that, on, that, on that point, Oli, because obviously um, in, your, in your rotations, you were moving around like every six months. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Every six months I was moving. So during, so during that time, were you also going through a similar process where 
you kind of moved into a new city and you had to kind of start mm. again. Exactly. So every time I yeah. was a little bit, um, a little bit more fort- fortunate because I would have other graduates who were traveling with me. So it was yeah. um, similar background. Both of us don't really know. So it was easy to sort of make friends with those people. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. sometimes you realize that you don't have anything in common um, or mm. you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, are we talking about yeah, the difference? We're talking about acquaintances. No, what's the thing is difference. And I, I think we need to yeah, distinguish. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we might need to I'm distinguish. Thinking. The reason I don't, the, way, the way I dictate if it's a real friend or if it's an acquaintance is, would you invite them to your wedding? Like if you were to get married tomorrow, would you invite them to your wedding? No, no, but I, I don't agree because you don't because you don't because you don't you don't agree you don't because you don't invite all your friends Ooh, to a wedding anyway. No, disagree with Will a close chat. friend miss your wedding? No, the thing, no, no, no. It has nothing. No, because when you when you when you get married, you see you see how the, the costs add up. It's so different, what I'm saying to you, are you telling me that a close friend miss your wedding because of costs? Sorry, no, no, no. No, but, but, uh, but a, wedding, a wedding's completely different. I'm asking you guys a simple question: In your wedding, did a close friend not attend your wedding? Sorry, based on your wedding, when you guys got married, did you yeah. ensure all your close friends attended the wedding? Yeah. So I just—that's mm. what I'm saying. That's how you dictate. But, but then on the on the but then on the flip side, how how would how would you guys how would you guys categorize a close friend versus an acquaintance? Like, oh, I would say, okay, let me give you some some juxtaposing ideas. A friend is someone who you share a strong bond, but an acquaintance might be someone who is known, but not. A close friend, uh, a friend you spend intimate, um, you share intimate details of each other, so you know about them, more personal things about them. Mm-hmm. But as an acquaintance, mm-hmm. you might know you might know them slightly. Whereas an, uh, a friend, you you spend time with them, you hang out um, with in their company, but an acquaintance you don't interact often. So these could you know primarily people on Instagram might be a lot of acquaintances rather mm-hmm. than friends. A friend, you help them. You want to help them in their time of need. You'd always be willing to help. You know, be them, be with them, uh, share time with them. But with acquaintance, you're not obliged to help. So think about someone on Instagram asking, "Oh, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that?" Or even, mm. "Oh, I'm going on this trip. Can you help fund it? Can you help support donate?" Mm. Acquaintance will just see it and just you know just keep it moving. Mm. So, so Daniel, I agree with everything you said. But all the but... people that you class as close friends, they'll be at your wedding. <laughs> That's, and the acquaintances, the people yeah, on Instagram no, 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 or whatever, no, won't be at your no, wedding. I'm saying at my wedding, yes, but for every people, people do their weddings differently. Some people just have exactly. family. So exactly. I'm, not, I'm, trying I'm not talking to, about I'm, trying, I'm, I'm talking move, about myself. I'm, move, I'm, I'm talking about myself. Uh, in terms of the way I know the difference between a close friend and an acquaintance, acquaintance won't be at my wedding. A close friend will be at my... I'm just talking about my personal <laughs> wedding. I'm not talking about everyone else. Now that Olu has said that... When's the wedding? People When's the wedding? To this podcast, if, no one, if people listen to this podcast, don't get an invite and they think you're <laughs> they're close friend. Olu, they're gonna be... I, I'll be sure to change my statement. I'll be like, oh, you know, money was tight, man. Money was tight. <laughs> but you know, but as, I, as, I, as I sit here and listen to... Um, us kind of open up about this topic around friendships. I'm thinking to myself, do we go out in our, out of our way these days to make friends or just build or just build relationships to for a gain or, so, or for something that we're trying to do? Because yeah, what did you do, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> no, because the thing is, because because there's an element like a friend is someone who you kind of accept. No matter how they're doing, or or what, <laughs> like Olu. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying to you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> carry on, carry on. Oh, this doesn't this doesn't sound like it's going in the right direction, man. Put it back in the right direction. No, I know what you mean. You just you accept them for who they are. You, as a friend, you really accept them for who they are, and. <laughs> Olu hasn't said a word. The thing is, the thing is, the thing is, I don't understand why you guys said Olu's name. Like, throw me. It doesn't. <laughs> but I think no. What I'm saying, but I think in today's world, you don't. We don't look to. Uh, we're not building relationships in the sense of you will eventually be my friend, like like Daniel, like Olu, like Shuo. It's more, you know, we're building the relationship because at some point we're either going to work together or do something which is which I'm going to receive a gain in. So, but but that's that that part I find actually quite interesting because. I can't mm. remember the last time I, it's very rare, but like you have your core friends coming into mm. maybe your early teens, early twenties. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's, you kind mm. of made me, I feel like that's my core. Mm. And now mm. everybody else beyond this point is kind of building good relationships. It's, it's, it's an interesting fine line or different. That core aspect of it. The, mm. That core that you started to build, yeah? Or that you built, yeah? Yeah. When you first started that friendship, wasn't it based on some sort of beneficial game? Like, even if it was like, Oh, I like playing in the park with this guy, playing football with this person. Football, yeah. There was some every relation every close friendship starts with ground. some common ground or some something for you to gain. Even if it's just I like spending time with this person or they make me laugh. That is you're gaining something for it. There's no yeah, you see I also, what I mean? yeah. yeah, it's true. No, I also feel like I also feel like university university, that grad that, that last day of university sort of is like the the line as to where you say, Okay, cool, who am I core? Now let's go into the world and start seeing who we, how we can build relationships. Yeah, and it's, even at university, some people might might be friends for a period. Like it's okay to, like sometimes you outgrow people, and it's and I think a lot of people don't like to to talk about it where okay you lose friends etc. But sometimes people you outgrow people. There's friends that you had when you were younger that you can't be around because you've completely changed, and they might have not changed. And automatically, or what might happen over time is that mutual ground that you guys built that friendship on has completely changed. And you guys don't talk about the same thing. You guys don't like the same thing. You guys are not, yeah, it's just not the same. So I always try to think about it is most of my close friendships are based on me looking up to that person in some aspect. Every person that class is a close friend has got some sort of attribute in which I enjoy, I like, yeah? And then over time, we continue building it based on communication, seeing each other. And as long as that person still has that characteristic, which I look up to, or I'm like, okay, that's, for me, that's always going to stay the same. So I personally don't find it hard to make friends, new friends when I'm an adult. Because I understand that I've changed as a person, yeah? And some people mm-hmm. have been able to change as well and we've been able to keep that level of friendship. But I can also meet new people that have the same common ground that I do and have the same values. Let's take Shawal. I met Shawal just a few years ago at um, P's wedding. But he's someone that's got common ground, common values, things that I actually look up to. So I'm like, okay... I can stay friends with him. If I was like, oh, I didn't know you at university, I didn't know you for like five years, 10 years, then you're never going to truly make new friends. Like, yes. But that that, 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 that leads on to uh, what I wanted to also share is like, how do we still, how do we make new friends and also where and how? And Oli will touch on the point of mm. we kind of now, I think, or oh, for myself anyway, you make, you make more friends, or not make more friends, your new friends usually stem from existing relationships or friendships. So the friends that I meet or have now that I say I've made in the last five years have usually been through someone else. Um, and mm. I, I, I did have like a deep evaluation of, you know, how did I meet this person? Where did the f- friendship stem from, etc. And it becomes there's, there's some sort of credibility when you meet someone through um, someone else. Like, you know, some of my friends now from through my through my wife, uh, through other friendships that I hold very dearly to me. So you, you almost have an element of trust and respect for them automatically. And you haven't got to kind of, you know, do not not, not that kind of uh, a vetting process to see kind of what this person's about, etc. But you do, if you trust the person that you're really friend with who's introducing to you or you meet them in a mutual setting, you think, okay, this person must hold some values that myself and my friend share. So it could be something that's, you know, positive. But that, that's how I would say most of my friendships in the last five years have formed. You know, I might have made, made I say friends in inverted commas, but I wouldn't class, say, on travelling, but I'd class them more as acquaintances as opposed to a friend. And I think something that a lot of people, especially when you're younger in life, you consider everyone to be a friend as opposed to really evaluating and knowing the difference between an acquaintance and a friend. For sure. Mm-hmm. I would say most of my friends have been... Um, yeah, most of my friends, the ones I've met, has been through living abroad. And I think the difference, um, um, Daniel, is most of the time when I'm abroad, I'm there for six months. So you can go through a mm-hmm. process of 
spending a, a long period of time with that person, getting to know them a little bit more better. So yes, they might start off as an acquaintance, but over the time, over the period, you start to realize, oh, we have so much in common. Like I remember um, mm. one friend, I was in, um, what was it? San Francisco. And I went out with um, one of my work colleagues and we were there we're, um, having um, dinner. And she mentioned to me and she was like, oh, I was born in Ibadan, Nigeria. And I was like, oh, I was born in Ibadan, Nigeria. Um, that music, music to your ears. On, wasn't <laughs> and then, um, music to your ears. We ended up speaking and yeah. said, oh, her mom is a nurse. Oh, my mom is a nurse. Um, and we found out that our parents actually know each other, <laughs> etc., which was wow. perfect because yeah. now being able to build and I class that person as my sister. I've met a child. I've met her children. I've met her husband. Whenever I go to Nigeria, they look after me like, for me, it's, well, yeah, it's just really interacting with people. Yes, some people are going to fall off the wayside and just be acquaintance and you're not going to build anything more than that. But I think just by talking to someone over a period mm. of time, you start to get to know what the true values are, what their true core is. If that aligns up with you, then you can always build new friends. I love the fact that I can travel or go places and I can pick up the phone and call someone and be like, hey, what are you up to? And they'll look after you because of the friendship that you've built over a six months to a year period. Yeah, one of the things I've, I've found interesting um, in my experience is that you, uh, I, I was for a very long time, I thought what made a good friend was the, the, time, at which, the, the time at which you've known them. So if I've known you for longer, it, you prove to be a better friend. But actually, it's mm-hmm. the time within those years um the quality of the of that time is actually what really determines mm. um i don't know we call it a great friend or someone that you can you're, you're more closely with because you may find yourself knowing someone say for i don't know 10 years um and you have a, you have a pretty good uh, relationship with that person but you may you can also on same token speak with someone maybe very deeply for a period of two years and find you're much closer to that person than the person for 10 years so I think so. So now is kind of what I look for. Mm. What I try and search for is is um, sort of quality of discussions and quality of the time spent. Yeah, P. I definitely, I, 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 I definitely, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely think that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Mm. So what was that? Now I was just saying is if they're on your same wavelength, you can tell by a lot of times you can tell by conversations. Like <laughs> there's been times when you're in a social setting and yeah. you're having a conversation with someone, and there's just no depth. It's just so surface level. And then you know, okay, that's going to be your acquaintance. It's not going <laughs> to go any further than that. Um, but there's some people that you might have only met for a year mm-hmm. and you're able to go to a certain different level. You're able to even feel comfortable to be more vulnerable with that person um, versus people that you've known for a longer period of time. And I think a lot of times it's because you might have changed your, and I always go back to is you might have grown or changed in life. And unfortunately, some people might not have changed in that period of time. So true. I, I don't, I, yeah. yeah. But I also, I also find that, I also think that f- friendships have their phases as well. So it's like, uh, you may, you may only be destined to know someone really good for five years. And, and that's kind of the time that you guys spent. And then it kind of evolves into, cause like you said, um, so you may outgrow other people. Some people may not grow with you, but that's also okay as well. If you, if I've known well, some someone, some people for, might outgrow you. That's also some people. Might, exactly, that's true. <laughs> I just want to make sure you know that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's true. you know, it's funny. I never thought about, I never thought about that way as well. But you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that's possible. That's possible. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think the, the P, you know, the point that you're making about the the kind of time that you spend with people and that not necessarily determining the the quality of the friendship i think that's also important because you could know someone for like 10 15 years on a, on um, a surface level but mm. then someone you've met on the surface level but then six months ago you meet might meet someone who could treat you better than all of your friends from like 10 15 yeah. years ago so that's why yeah that's why it's, i think i think i think personally it's always important to keep an open mind whenever you meet people in a in a new it's way true. um but i think but i think having 
staying in one location because after Oli, when you made that point saying oh well i've the main driver of meeting friends has been changing cities if i think about my hometown in portsworth when was the last time i made a new Mm. friend in portsworth mate you're looking years back like years 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 ago how big is portsmouth it's big enough to make to make more friends okay (laughs) big enough definitely yeah because i'm just thinking about actually have i really gone to any networking events in Portsmouth have I done any of that not really a lot of the people whenever I come home home a lot of the people that I hang out with are like my day zeros that I've known since I was a child so then the only time that I've really made new friends has been when I've changed changed cities so from Japan and Switzerland etc but but the thing is to to Shawar's point yeah this is what I'm actually sitting there thinking to myself why am I not what like there's not a large enough appetite to make more friends. Like, it's obviously an appetite to build relationships and get to know people and network. It's not the same. But there's the appetite mm. to make friends like how we've, like I have with, like the relationship I have with you guys, is not necessarily there. And so I'm sitting, I'm, I'm asking myself, well, well, why is that? Is it because now I'm thinking I have my core and that's, and I've kind of decided this is my core and I'm going to work forward to build relationships. But it's an interesting point because I, I can't remember. Potentially make new friends because I think we've, We've mentioned that, and I think we've identified but that's what that. I'm you, brother. You know, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm good. I'm good. I got my core. I got my core. That's it. I'm rolling. It's tight. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. Are we talking teams? Are we talking teams, <laughs> man? <laughs> Big rings, B. <laughs> we out here. Say sure. But unless we're changing, unless we're changing country, I don't think we go into any. I don't think we go into like a networking event now, for example, going into it thinking, okay, I need to make new friends. You're probably thinking, okay, who can I, who can I connect with that has a similar story of moving a similar way? And then maybe that will eventually grow into a friendship, which a lot of those times it does. But I don't think we ever walk into a room thinking, I need new friends. Unless you're in a new city on your own. Sure, sure. You know what's funny? You know what's funny is that, is that we're so true to our day ones here is that when we've traveled around the world, like if, for example, we had to move tomorrow to the US. Yeah. And, and people in the US are very friendly, right? Yeah. In my mind, I'll be saying to me, you're not replacing my boy Leslie still, so what's up? <laughs> See what I'm saying? So, I mean, you ain't replacing Leslie. You know what I mean? You ain't replacing Schwartz, so what's going on? You know what I'm saying? We can talk, we can connect, but you ain't doing that. But, so. but, they, but they're replacing Oli. But no, no. Daniel, but I, I, didn't hear, I, I didn't hear your name as well. Oh, I didn't hear your name as well. Daniel was quick to say, you're replacing Oli, but I didn't hear your name as well. As long as I didn't hear yours, I'm calling it. But um, no, no. Um, uh, I was going to say, but yeah, sure. You're saying about, I think as we get older, more... You know, it's more networking and then a friendship may come from it, but I don't think we go into exactly you get older, exactly. It's more networking as opposed to making friends or whatever it may be. Mm. But you know, you know, like, why don't we why don't we reverse it to your point? Why don't we reverse right. it? Why don't we say, I want to make friends and then if something comes of it, so be it. But now I'm thinking, no, there must be a, a, but, a sort of a, a benefit but, for but both the, of us. It needs to be a win-win for both of us. But what? the thing is, I don't want too many friends. Why is all the laughing? Why is all the laughing? But the, the reason, I don't, I don't, the reason why I don't want many friends is because I friends are expensive if you if you have a true friend. Because Bro, not just expensive. Not just, no, no, no. no, no sorry, just, Daniel. Daniel. No, but look at all of you. You're all thinking about money. As soon as no, I say I'm expensive, you're thinking about time. No, we're thinking about time. Don't assume. I'm thinking about time. No, I'm asking about money. I'm asking about money. No, but it's both of those things because it's time, it's money, it's effort, it's everything because if you have friends you want to spend time with them whether it's time uh in a physical meetup if it's in on the phone or a conversation mm-hmm. or whatever it may be you know we spoke about the other day about social media and usage on phones mm-hmm. if you have friends you're going to be talking to them on the phone uh in this day and age yeah, especially just, when that time. Well, do you believe time. that do you exactly. believe that as that's an actually and that's a quick question i have because in terms of i've got close friends who I don't speak to on a day-to-day basis, even sometimes yeah. on a weekly basis, but they're still my close friends. And as soon as we get together, oh, weekly, it's yeah, it's the same. So I think as you grow older and you become an adult, Bro, you, weekly, understand, weekly. you understand that about, spending time yeah. doesn't doesn't equate to always it's, being. But that but that then comes due down to the longevity of or the depth of the relationship that you've built over years. So yeah, at yeah. some point there would have been a lot of interaction, mm. and as time goes on, as people move on with their not move on with their lives, but as we get older and have different responsibilities, that time can be different. And that's why I say it's still expensive because 
You know, when I talk to P on the phone, you can't just be giving out your time, man. Trust yeah, because when I talk to P on the phone, we, talk, we don't talk for five minutes or ten minutes. We talk for hour minimum. Trust so, me. <laughs> so and even and even to schedule that is a big deal. Like, yo, yeah. D, uh, let's what do it tomorrow night. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Next week, next week. Especially, especially oh, when, um, especially when Daniel calls P and P doesn't pick. I like. It. <laughs> <laughs> right, you. No, but it's true. But the thing is, you know, another thing I realized as well. You know, these, you know these kind of people that have thousands of friends on on Facebook or thousands of I don't know, followers, whatever the case may be. They're fans and haters. There's there's only a very few of them that they can actually call. There's only a very few of them that they can actually call um, friends. So I, I think for the most part, most people would actually say, really, I have like a really small working, maybe three, four people, three, four friends, everyone else I know really well. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think, you know, the, the quality of your relationship, though, I think if you if you really connect with someone and you get along with them and you've gone through certain experiences with them, I think even if you're not talking every day, every week, whatever, I think the best relationships are the ones where even if you haven't seen them physically for a year, when you do see each other, it's as if it's you're. On. It's yeah. as if there was never a gap. I think personally, that's the representation of a of a great relationship. Because I, because everyone's like, all of us are busy nowadays. People are married. People are starting to have kids. You, it's difficult to apply that time, all the time. <laughs> that's another one as well. When you when you're married, you got one best friend. That's it. Trust me, <laughs> one best friend. That's it. <laughs> You can't be spending your time between fifteen people. Yeah, we got fifteen people. <laughs> I, I even, I, I like you know your point, Daniel. It does. I feel like it does become, it does become harder to maintain um, friends with age. And I, and I feel like I try to really make a, a big effort of at least trying to meet up with whichever location. I mean, if I think about some of my friends now who are living in London, I try to meet up with them every three to six months and continuing to kind of communicate via whatsapp or if i have like a birthday or something i try to invite lots of people that i haven't seen probably in the previous year um but the close 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 friends you hope that it's a two-way thing it's not always you communicating to them but they also reach out to you and yeah yeah that's true okay um but then how do we how do we maintain for example i think we touched on it but for example those who for example shuan p you live in switzerland we all have friends that live around the world. So do you find that it's more, do you find that it's more difficult to maintain a friendship um, or easier or you prefer it being distant from them or what? Or do you feel like you need to make more effort? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's extremely easy to get in touch. Nowadays, you can just send a message on Facebook or send a message mm. on WhatsApp. I think where, where it's obviously more valuable is catching up in person. Mm. And so uh, when I travel to the UK, I, I you know, there's, peop- there's people that I don't reach out to Friends I don't reach out to because I, I won't have the time this trip to catch up or, or meet face to face. So it's um yeah, friend yeah, it's easy on WhatsApp and Facebook. Mm. I think the challenge I think the challenge is more how do you because it's really you're really you're really like I I find that um one to one and this is another thing as well how, uh, like doing your relation like for example we we know each other as a group but I think it's very important that me and Olu catch up just me and Olu. On a face to face every now and then. Well, when was the last that happened? Yeah, yeah, it hasn't happened in a long time. <laughs> Damn, I don't know. It's been probably a year, two years. And I think, I think, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's important that me and Daniel catch up on a one on one. You know, that's yeah. that's really what was, what was that's really good. Last week, about two weeks ago, not long ago. So yeah. No, but I'm talking about in person. <laughs> but in person. Oh, oh, in person. Oh, um, boy, it must have, wait. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. That's what I'm saying. So, hey, yo, I saw you in London yeah. right now, uh, P. Sorry, you're in London right now, no? <laughs> but it's family commitments. Come, oh no, in. <laughs> family commitments help you <laughs> help your feelings. Yeah, I'm, I'm, here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would, I would, I would even add that to maintain a friendship, you have to be intentional, mm. and it's it's a mutual mm. thing. It's, it's it's reciprocal. You can't rely on one person. But I say intentional because many of us are in different locations in different time zones. Mm-hmm. Uh, example, Shuel, when he was in Japan and friends in London or in Switzerland, that's a good eight, nine hour different uh, mm. t- uh, in, in time. Mm. But you have to be intentional because if you don't make time, there will never be time. But it's yeah, also true. sometimes, it is sometimes the point where you need to schedule time to speak to someone. Because, you know, we, P and I do it not because we don't have time for each other, but we know it's going to be a long conversation. So usually if we call each other out of the blue, it's the it's like, yeah, what's happening? And then we say, oh, is this a long conversation or is it a short one? 
because if it's a long, no, it's true. Because if it's a short one, it's cool. But if it's a long one, we both we both need to know. You got a book. It's a long one. He's gonna be like, B. No, no, no. But the funny thing, usually it's me that's out, and then P. Then I'll be like, okay, P. Let's let's schedule some time. But as I said, yeah, you have to be intentional and make effort. And sometimes we also have to reevaluate the effort we put in in, because on a book that I shared in one of the early episodes is how you measure your life. I don't want to dwell on it too too long, but it talks. It gives an example of a friend that he had who was trying so hard in his business, who his sole focus and drive was that business that he put his his marriage kind of to the side, his relationship to the children to the side because he wanted to make his business so successful. And it was it was difficult in the early stages. He also put his friends to the side. That you know, while these people were trying to help and support him, he didn't see that, and he was driven so deeply by the success of the business that when he did get the business to a, uh, a stage where he was comfortable and happy with it and it was thriving, he tried to then revisit his marriage, his relationship with his friends and with his fr- um, and with his children. But as time went on, people have moved on with their lives, not in a sense that they've forgotten about him, but you grow as time goes on. And those relationships that you, you discard for a period of time can aren't the same as what they were when you revisit them. So he found himself in a situation where his marriage actually broke down. He had no relationship with his children and his mm-hmm. friends, they, they were no longer friends because they, have, they were craving time, quality time, attention, you know, conversation that, that had just diminished. So he, unfortunately, he went through a divorce and then when it, hey. came, to custody, when it came to custody of the children is the, the children that he loved so dearly, but because, that, because he hadn't, he had, he had um, ruined the relationship he had with them, when they came to see him, they were coming out of almost religiosity, but they had no relationship with him. So they, they were they were with him, but they didn't want to be there. They were there, but not present in the moment. So it was it was quite bad for him, a, da- a downward spiral that his children that he loved, but because of his absence, they didn't want to, they came to see him, but they didn't want to spend time with him. Uh, his marriage had broken down and his friends, everyone had moved on. So it's even making sure that, I, the reason I make that point is, we need to make sure we spend time, make effort along the way and don't just put people to the side because of maybe a personal drive or personal goal. No, yeah. No, I, I, I like, I'm sitting there also trying to take an action point for myself and I'm thinking to like, because the thing is, what's interesting is we, I don't know if we think it's important enough, but there have been times where I've said, why don't you reach out to people more randomly? Even like, um, like and ask how people are doing, how are you feeling? What's the latest? What's the, we don't. I don't feel I do that enough, and I could. Yeah. Um, but it's it's we like we have this notion that our life is moving too fast. I need to get so much done. I don't really have time. And there's a there's a bit of convincing yourself. Um, no, well, you know, it's it's things are going too fast. I don't really have so much time. But actually, it's it's. I think it's to to your point, Daniel. It's I personally should take more time out, and it could just be messaging. Um, mm. And just keeping a better flow of communication to people, because I, I, yeah, I, trust me, you guys know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a sticky one still. So if you're part of Pibilo's um friendship circle and he hasn't and he hasn't spoken to you in a long time, just send him a text message after listening to this podcast <laughs> and say, "Call me, bro." Yeah, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna air it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, what I was gonna say to you. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> How do you determine, yeah? How do you determine whether you, um, um, or have you uh, sort of allowed a friendship to fade or dropped a, dropped a so-called friend out because you you feel, why are you laughing, Olu, man? <laughs> you should be the one giving us advice about this. You're the best at this, no? <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, you could, I mean, I can give advice, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. Have you guys actually thought, have you actually gone through this, the thinking process? Look, I don't think this person is, is as good for me as, as they were in the past. We should talk less. Or, no, no, or no, do you I, say, because this is, I'm talking about a friend. I'm talking about someone yeah, who. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. But, but sometimes, it's not sometimes. You, in life, need to reevaluate your friendships. Trust me. You need to, you need to constantly reevaluate. Just like how you should be reevaluating the numbers in your phone book. Who should, be having access, who should be having access to me? Wait, you re, but you, friends, re, you reevaluate yeah. your phone book? Yeah, and yeah. And what, just block people or how do you... No, I don't block. I delete numbers. Okay. Trust because me. The, the, no, the reason why I delete numbers is because even... Like, you got to be hot. Because my WhatsApp, my picture's are only available for contacts I have mm. on my phone. 
So if you have my number, but I don't have yours, you can't see my personal information. But if I have your number, you can see my personal information. Cool, cool. But I say reevaluate your friendships because there are, you go through seasons in life. And sometimes a friend is just for a season. Mm. That's what I was saying about the phase. But, but, then, but then would you say those are friends, Daniel? Those no, are more. I, no, no, I wouldn't say they're not friends because sometimes yeah. friends are there to serve a purpose and a purpose only, and you may be there to serve them a purpose. But at time, that's it. That's done. Done and dusted. And done it's not dusted. The thing is, how can the you thing is, that it's done and dusted. Sorry, just to yeah. add, it's not that you, it's not that you done should be and dusted. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, no, no, it's not that you should be upset about them. Sometimes mm. people get too emotional and upset that a friendship's ended. But no sometimes, yeah. well, what if that friend, no, 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 what if that that friend still needs? Because you can easily decide when you feel like you don't Tough. need the person anymore. But okay. how can you then define? The, 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 how can you define then, when the, the person the, doesn't need you? Maybe you are the, the influence the, the, in that person's life. But yeah, no, it could be. It could be. The quest. The question is also, what? What? Oh, I lost my trailer thought when he when he said that. Basically, what Daniel's trying to say is that as a no, friend, no, 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 you no, need no, to do your job. Right. No, no. <laughs> if you start, if you start falling behind, if you start falling behind, personal progress, your personal development, your mindset. Listen, you're getting cut. No, but yeah, no, no. And no, that goes no, for no, any no. single person because your energy and your time is finite. In, uh, oh yeah, race you don't, have, you don't, have, you don't have time. Energy. You don't have time to hold on to excess luggage. He's talking to someone on this podcast. It's not what I'm saying. Not one of us, but one of the listeners. Spend time with. Talking to the listener. Time with is the single most important thing. In life, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Preach it, P. Preach In life, it, it's not what happens, it's who happens. <laughs> if you're not on your job, if you're not making the right progress, P45, be 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, you will get cut. <laughs> he talking some emotion. Chihuahua, there. You will get cut. Oli. You will get cut. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, you have you. to cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I, th- I think we're, we're now we're rounding up the segment then. Uh, obviously, P's given uh, a nice ending of what he is his top tips about, you know, friendships and everything. But just going quickly back to Oli, when you're saying about how do you decide when a friendship is no longer required or no longer needed or serving its purpose, also ask yourself, what is the premise that you're end or your the premise that you're thinking of wanting to kind of seize this friendship? Because if it's something emotional, you're making more of an emotional decision rather than an intelligent decision. Um, but even what P was saying, even though it was comical, he was speaking some truth because if a friend <laughs> if a friend is draining you and just taken and taken and taken and drawn from you but not given back, that is sucking energy out of you, and that's not good. Mm. And sometimes it could be the Beyonce friendship said, that has I, been I, fifteen I, I, years, I, I, twenty years. Beyonce said it. Beyonce said it best. To the left, to the left. <laughs> but can I, do, have you guys, because I can't remember the last time when I actively decided, yeah, this person I don't want to spend my time with anymore. It's been more the case of Off just around. naturally we just kind of outgrew and just phased, phased out. Yeah. But I've never had to take the active decision. Yeah, I, I, for a while. I agree. Sometimes it just, it's organic. It just, it just, it just I've fizzles out. And it was just... Oh, what was the, what was the scenario? The scenario, it was a close school friend. Um, so a primary school, secondary school. Um, and we're really... You wanna, I'm not going to mention... You want to share the name? mention any names. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, that person, does that person know? <laughs> the person knows, because we spoke about it. But it was... Bro, Oli, you sound, you sound like you're getting a bit emotional no, I, about I, this. Is it, is it really I, like this is one that I'm emotional about, because it was someone that I class is a really close friend and it's not an easy i think when we we joke about and talk about it there's a difference between a friend and a close friend where did they hurt um, you no it was i would say it was more no you got hurt you got hurt b that voice that voice is dropping it's like you got no, hurt no, I, think, um, yeah. I think we just realized that the person was like you mentioned draining your energy putting you in situations that you might not have wanted to be in um so then you sort of you have that conversation i think it's not one of those things that you just completely cut the person off straight away you try and have that conversation with the person because if you truly value that person and you've known them for a long person a long period of time you try and have a conversation and say hey like this is what's going on i think you need to change this or you need to do like let's talk about it first let's try and see if there's a way that we can resolve this this is how i'm particular this is how i'm feeling Unfortunately, 
there were just numerous cases where the person will make the same mistake, will mm. do the exact same thing. And then it just reaches a point where you just say, look, I cannot be around you because one, I don't condole what you do or what you've been doing. And secondly, it's starting to impact my morality, my energy, etc., like that. So it's one of those things I think, well, on that point, it's, it's one of the toughest things you can do when it comes to like a close friend. I know we joke about like, yeah, I think that's more like someone that might be acquaintance you don't speak to a long time, but someone that you could even actually say that you saw that person as a brother in that sort of level. Mm. That's when it becomes a lot harder to, but and it's got it's not just something that happens over a day, a week, or just one conversation. It's it'll take a year for you to actually say, look, this is how I'm feeling. Giving the person opportunity to sort of change because yeah. you want to keep that person in your life, but you yeah. need to always. I always say you need to do what's right for yourself as well. Like in life, mm-hmm. the only person that you can control and you have control of it yourself and you need to make sure that you're in a healthy situation you are able to be happy and live life the way that you want to so you got to sometimes be selfish in that aspect where you say look i've tried and i've got to move forward but i'll say the toughest and thing do on. you and do you think it's got better for you since you took that decision? for sure for sure i feel like yeah. there's situations right, cool. i haven't no, not UP. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I was gonna say you met you met you met me. Of course, it got better, man. What are you nah, talking about? I'll say it's yeah, it got better. Um, sometimes we bump into each other in certain places, um, and it's like, hey, you can have a quick like, oh, how's everything? Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's it was the right decision, but it was the toughest decision, and sometimes I truly miss that person. But yeah, I think ultimately, I know we made a couple jokes and and. Um, but I think maybe it's about having the courage to not to to if you if you find yourself not speaking to someone that you consider a friend for some time just because you guys are drifting apart, that's okay. Um and it's having the courage to say, look, I may have a different not a different core, but my core will change slightly. And I think because I think there is a, there's quite a few people out there that sort of hold on to hold on to um um their core despite how good or, or bad, they may actually start to grow and develop. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important that you need to, it's important that we all evolve. And mm. it's it's uh, it's also important that you're, if you are just saying, if you, you have a core, that core should be uh, exactly what it says in, on the tin, your core, and they should actually help you and, and push you up. So, But I think it's, it's definitely a two-way thing. I think people sometimes get a bit in their feelings because they're like, oh, well, that person hasn't spoke to me in X amount of time, so I'm not going to talk to them. But if you want to maintain that relationship, things naturally come up in people's lives. So if you want to keep that relationship, why are, why are you not reaching out to them? It's definitely a two-way, two-way thing. I think people kind of rely on other people to contact them. That's not really the, the, the right approach to take. Okay, cool. I think that's a, a nice way to, I think we've all shared a few uh, tips and just you know don't be afraid to evaluate your friendships don't be afraid to speak to your friends and sit down and just to talk about a conv- uh, the direction of your friendship and don't be afraid if you know friends come and go because everything in life is is seasonal but also be cognizant of it's not necessarily the number of friends you have but the quality of those friendships so trust you know the, the one quality tip, is very important one one uh, final tip from my side anyway is to have and this I this I saw from David Goggins who um Iron people Man. Un, people Iron Man. Is like the Iron Man is like the hardest man in the world who's done he's been in the Marines and Navy Corps and all these other things. But one thing that he does is he has quarterly check in messages with his close friends Recorded. and people that he wants to keep a relationship with. So every quarter, you just drop them a text to ask them, how, how are you? How are things? Give them an update on how things are from his side. And even if you don't have the time, even if you're struggling to maintain the relationship, sending a, a message to someone and having an engaged conversation with them back and forth every quarter, it's not really asking for, for too much. So from Oli's face, it looks like it sounds, sounds like a quarterly check-in is a bit too much. No, no, I think it's good. I always say, yeah, definitely do it. I agree. All right, cool. Cool. So, time to move on to the book review, taken by yours truly, Daniel Johnson. He's going to be doing indeed, a indeed, indeed. romantic book review on the five 
Love languages. Make sure you cut that out, B. <laughs> yeah, trying to come like Jenny Francis on on a on a, on a, on a, on a, on a heart. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So this, this week's yeah. So this week's book it's uh, it can be translated into friendships. Um, it's a New York Times bestseller titled "The Five Love Languages: The Secret to Love That Lasts" by Gary Chapman. And um, I'm showing this book because although it's, this one uh, relates a bit to married couples, it can be used by anyone, um, any age, well, not any age, but, you know, late teens, adult years, yeah, etc. Cetera, what... um, et cetera. I, I, I know what language I am, boy. Okay, cool, cool. Go, go on. What language you? What language you? Ah! I think the what last one, the last one, five languages. Before you tell what yours is, what are the five? I think it's like, I think it's, what was it? Touch. No. Uh, There's physical touch, acts of service, <laughs> receiving gifts, quality no. time. Like, you just think about you like, touch. No, Dan, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, actually, yeah, Dan, let's see, let's see. Go ahead, go ahead, I'll get into it, I'll get into it, I'll get into it. I like these on touch, boy. Go on, go on. <laughs> oh gosh. So yeah, so this book it it's more I'm, for... I'm fasting as well, I gotta chill out, man. Um <laughs> so relax, stay on your dean. Right, go ahead, Daniel, sorry. It is um wanting to understand uh in a marriage or a couple how to understand each other's love language. And to be honest, it is a price priceless advantage for love that lasts a lifetime because it's it's almost like a language. Um, think about it as a language that we speak. So English, you got French, Spanish. You need to speak to someone in a language that they understand, and vice mm. versa. You need to speak to other person in the language that they might understand. For mm. example, you could speak to someone in French. They understand French, but they can't speak French. But they can. But you can understand English. So you'll speak to them back in English. Okay. Do you understand that? So I speak P. I speak to you. Understand French, but you can't speak it. So I speak to you in French. You can understand everything I'm saying, but because you can't speak it, you speak to me in English, but I understand English. So I still, we still understand each other. Yeah. So this book goes into deep. Uh, there are five love languages. So as you heard me quickly mention, there are five. So there's words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and Pete's favorite, physical touch. Um, so if I break these down what, what, to you. What was, it, what, was it, what was the five? What was the five again? The five. So there is... Words of affirmation, quality time, yes. receiving yep. gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Okay. Mm. But within them, there are also like different dialects. And the, the key thing is, if two people from two different love languages are together, they can ruin their relationship by not making the other person feel loved. Mm. Because there's a misunderstanding, there's a miscommunication. Because as mm. we know, with relationship friendships, everything's about communication and communication. Well, sorry, effective communication is two-way. So if I break them down and then we can we can we can go into it and then we can even think about what what we think we ourselves are at receiving and what we are at giving. So just so just to make sure I understood correctly, Daniel. So for yeah. example, I might be someone who like Pepilo likes touch, right? So yeah. for me, that's something that I like. Yeah. But then say the partner that I'm potentially with, they mm. their their main preference may actually be quality of time precisely. So, then, precisely so does that mean so does that mean because i prefer touch i'll be more inclined to touch them more um, <laughs> no, no, but, but then because they but then because they like quality of time, maybe, legal, I, maybe maybe i don't like quality of time as much yeah but then because i'm because i don't like that i'm not going to give them quality yes. of time because it's not is that is that what you mean yeah so yeah so we'll get into that but so the way you receive might mm. be different to the way you give so physical ah, okay, touch sorry. might be the way you like to give love but receiving, mm. you might not like physical touch, you might like quality time or vice versa. Okay. You okay. find so, that well, most people, so, give and re- people give and want different. to receive the same as theirs. You find that? No, so I, th- no. I think that it's often the, the way you like to receive is the way you yeah, like exactly. to give. Yeah, exactly. Give and receive exactly. is normally the yeah, same. Yeah, like, yeah. The, for yeah. you personally, like, you know, really like. No, no, mine's different. Mine, I said for most no, people, not for. Yeah, I think oh, like, yeah, yeah. so let's say, for example, mine could be act of service. So I show my love by giving acts of service. I appreciate yeah. when people love me based on them giving me or their acts of service. Access I always service. find that typically mm, yeah, yeah, most mm, times. Yeah. What's an, exa- what's an example of acts of service? It could be, let's say it you've had be... a long day at work, P, oh. and you come home and I cook you a nice meal, your favourite meal. Yeah. 
that's nice. Yeah, that's a nice thing to do. I don't want to dwell on too much. I got you, Pete. I got you. Pete can't even be said. He's just mesmerized. Look at him. It looks like a frozen screen. He's like, did I make the right choice? Lauren or Olive? I think which one? No, the thing is, unfortunately, you used the wrong example because I see your steak. You say so. See your steak, but but the reason I just to add on that the reason why might that could be detrimental because. Oli, that's the way you like receiving and that's the way you like naturally giving. But if the person you're giving to, that's not the way they like receiving, you're doing everything, you know, going all out to do something, but that's not their primary love language to receive. So you're doing all of this thinking, you know, why aren't you grateful? Why are you so unhappy? Blah, blah, blah. Do you know mm. how much time I spent on this? But my my love language just might be to receive, it might just be quality time. I'm going to let mm. you continue, but afterwards, yeah, I've got say, a yeah. question yeah. on yeah. this. Like, remind me that okay. I've got a question on what, okay. yeah, afterwards. Okay, cool. So yeah, so if I break them down, so words of affirmation, they're communication words of how you, how much you love your partner. Um, if that's their primary love language, it'll mean that you start saying them to them, like you say how much you love them. Is, and it's easy to say, it's just even simple things like telling them, I love you. Hang on one second, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. It doesn't have to mean, um, is it just associated like I love you no 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 it could be like peace I love it when you shave your head it gives you just a great shave no 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 listening what I'm saying to you what I'm saying to you is that oh my god this is because Oli looked like he meant that when he said it so that's why I'm laughing no but but no but you could even you could even to peace point about is it just about I love you it's no it's affirmation so saying like oh make compliments oh you look nice today you know, I like it when you do this for me. Mm-hmm. Some people even really if it's just that. like, oh, I'm yeah. proud of you. Like it could be like, oh, you're proud of you. Yeah. I feel like you're smart, you're intelligent. You know, it could be yeah. Yeah, and these things should just be organic. It shouldn't. You don't always have to wait for the big things that mm-hmm. you know happen in in a relationship in a marriage. It could just be every day. Like it could even be you know what you could message your the other your other your significant other like oh, you know. Thank you so much for taking the bins out yesterday. Yes, really okay. I'm, yeah, 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 I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- th- thank you for always doing the laundry on time, making sure my, sh- uh, you know, my shirts are clean. Ma- yeah. Thank you for always making sure the kitchen's tidy. Make you, thank you for, you know, uh, mowing the lawn. It could be anything. Yeah. It's just words of like appreciation. Um, but then also reverse or reversing on that, people's primary love language. Actually, no, I won't get onto that bit because I don't want to confuse the listeners. The second one is quality time. So people, these type of people will value spending time with their partners and getting their full attention, you know, full attention, no mobile, no mobile phones, no other conversations, just spending time, you know, looking to each other's eyes, just talking, just <laughs> talking about things. It could be anything about, you know, how was your day? You know, what are we doing at the weekend? Or it, it's just quality time, even TV, spending TV, sitting, each other, sitting next to each other, cuddling up and just watching TV. It's just, or driving and giving attention, just having a conversation. This yeah. is quality time. So sometimes we think about quality, you know, it's something that we often overlook. We can get so into the routine of living our daily lives that we don't spend time with someone. Oh, well, we don't spend quality time with someone. It could even yeah. just be going for a walk, just the two of you. Um, yeah. If you've got too many friends, that's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eating together, uh, personal conversations, or my favourite is, you know, doing new experiences together. Mm. That's just nice to do something new, spending quality time, uninterrupted time, your phones are away, it's just the two of you. That's nice. The other one is receiving gifts. And um, before people start thinking, oh, receiving gifts, it's too much, it's too expensive. Wait till I break it down. That sounds expensive. <laughs> so so the people, people whose love language is gifts, like you appreciate gifts that are concrete symbols of love. Um, it's a symbol. It's not necessarily the amount of the value, but it's the symbol of appreciation. And it's almost thinking, oh, wow. Oh, you still got to spend me. money, man. If if you <laughs> no 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 move on to the next one, bro. No no no, but, but it's, it's right, a, the, the, expensive. But, but no no, but the thing for this person is, if their love language is receiving gifts, it's not the value of the gift. The value of the gift is often less important. It's essentially like it could even. Oh. It, 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 the don't don't work that way. No 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 no. It depends. It depends, <laughs> bro. It depends because <laughs> if, no no the receive no no because it could even be like oh your your favorite chocolate bar is this. And, you know, I was walking home from work and I saw this and it reminded me, you know, I thought, you know, I'll get it for you. If you really receive <laughs> gifts, you know what it means. That like, Olu, we both know someone who loves receiving gifts. We both have a mutual friend. 
Oh, okay. Yes, yes, I know. Yes. Yeah, and this this person, you buy something very small. That's true. It's, you're, it's you're, more about the, the, you're, you're thinking, thought, you're, you're thinking you're yeah. thought. Yeah, you'll think that you've given them a million Correct. pounds in cash. Yeah, because they I really, like the, really... I feel like the best gifts, I feel like the best gifts for me anyway, personally, are always the smallest ones that probably don't even cost so much. It's just the thought yeah. behind it. And it's the person that's touched. It's yeah, the person yeah, yeah. that's touched that means so much because this person, you can get something so small that you just think, oh, right, this is just, you know, you just get it for them, but you, but you don't hold any real value to it. Not because it's not anything important, but the way they receive it, it's like, it's mind, it's mind-blowing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And also, yeah. So with the gifts, remember that you're not you're not purchasing for your as if though as if though you're receiving, you're purchasing the the gift for the person. So don't think about the gift that you would want. You think about the person you're buying the gift for. Um, the fourth one is acts of service, uh, as Olu was alluding to. Um, it's almost let me do that for you. Let me cook you that meal. You use your let own time. Meal, yeah, you you use your own time or resource <laughs> to take to take the weight off their shoulders. So say yep. oh someone wanted to do laundry, you know. I'll do that for you. I know how tired you are. I'll do it for you. And so, oh, thank you. Like, just just the small things. It's not a big. It's not a big deal. But these are very small things that, when you add them up, equate yeah. to a big thing. So, some acts of service could be cooking, preparing a table, mowing the lawn, taking the grass out, you know, filling up the petrol tank, um, doing the shopping, anything like that. And the last one, but not uh, not least, is the physical touch. So, what does um, that mean? You know, the physical we'll, keep, touch. we'll keep this PG. We'll keep this. We'll keep this. We'll keep this um, PG. It's just like when he touched them, hugged them, kissed them, coddled them. Um, but I think I think with this one, it's not. I mean, jokes aside, it's not. But sometimes even holding hands. hands. It's more like holding hands in public, yeah. and, and you can't let each other go. Yeah, yeah. it's just holding hands. It's like holding hands on the street no, in, that, in public. Um, <laughs> I ain't do that. <laughs> no, no, I I'm not doing that. I'm not with you. I've never been with you. <laughs> you love that. But hey, sorry. So, so those are the those are the five. So Oli, you had yeah, a question. So, point, so yeah, wait. Before, so why don't we kick off with what's our love uh, language? Our love language. Or do we have to just to pick one or then no, or top three? Yeah, yeah, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. To add, this, the reason why this book is uh, the reason why this book is also good is you can find out your profile on the five uh, for free at fivelovelanguages.com, and it's a, and there's also a downloadable discussion guide, and it helps you understand and it gives you based on questions what your primary love language is and what your secondary love language is to give and to receive. And if you do this between a couple or a, uh, uh, between a couple, it's good to start a conversation of understanding how the way your significant other receive, likes to receive and how they like to give and also mm. for yourself and understanding that because mm. to, to ensuring that you have a relationship that is thriving and long lasting. Can I ask you a question? Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. What's up? What's our primary love language and second? Exactly. So mine is access service is my first. And my but, um, secondary one is more physical touch. Okay. Sure. No, P, you get it. Yeah, nice. P's just going to say physical touch. No, 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 no. It's not physical touch. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on, come on, come on. No, no, no. I was just... I was just... No, no, no. Lauren's going to be listening. Lauren's going to be listening back. Be like, oh, P's on his. Daniel shared his five loves of language before. So, and we've had this discussion, I think, privately or between myself and Oli. Yeah, privately. Acts of service is number one for me, followed then by quality time. Because the physical touch is, is not sex. It's it's basically holding hands, kissing, and lipsing, and all that in public. And now it be. <laughs> but but doesn't, that, doesn't that necessarily have to be in public? Roll like so, it doesn't Daniel, have to be in Daniel, public. Do it doesn't have to be in public. Darren, do you mind repeating the five again? Sorry, one more time. There's word, uh, word uh, in order of uh, me announcing it. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Yeah, the gifts is the gift. I think, the for, gifts me, is I pipe think I think for me, it's probably quality of time, and then the the next one is basically um, acts of service or personal touch. One of those two. Sure, personal oh, touch. Sorry, is sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my uh, first one uh, is words of affirmation and acts of service. But can I can I ask a question? Oh, yeah, Daniel, I didn't know those words of affirmation. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Oh, I like, use that with you more. Just, so, yeah, no, 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 because even 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 no, no, even you're beautiful and no, no, smart. No, no, it's not even yeah. no, no, it's not even about. No, 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 it's not even no, no. no actually, I changed my, I changed my, I changed my. It's no, because even in episode ten, when you when words words of affirmation, because that because that you need that the words, 
That, yeah, the words make it... I, I, feel, I feel for a man that you need words of affirmation because even in episode 10 when we were talking about each other and when we spoke about when you talk about me, boy, it touched me deep, you know? Oh, wait, 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 <laughs> Daniel, is this, is, this what you, is this what you like for yourself? Yeah, yeah, what yeah, you like to receive? Yeah, to receive. I like to, to receive. receive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought, what well, you like to give? <clears throat> no, not to receive. But a lot of times it's the same, but it might be different. In, yeah. yeah. Typically, people come so people Daniel, more comfortable oh, giving. The question I had, Daniel, like, the question yeah. I had that I wanted to understand from you is... Now that you, so you might know your love language and you might know your friend yeah, well, yeah. or partner's love language. Do you feel yeah. the best way to have a relationship, and this is also for P as well, is to understand that a person is showing love based on the love languages that they do or expect a person to change the way they give love, knowing that they're not going to be able to truly, naturally give it in that style because that's not the way they normally give it. Very good question. The whole point of this is to understand the way the other person likes to appreciate. So what you do and how you do things, they can under when you when you're it's to it's it is it is essentially to change, but it's to change so that they can understand and so they can feel loved. Because if you ultimately think about this, if I do this, then they feel loved. Your perception of it will change rather than saying I'm changing as a person. Or changing your behaviors or what you say so that they can ensure that they feel like. But do you think that there's a way for you to successfully do that? Because it's not your natural. You understand? You to, yeah. It's yeah. It's it's not natural, but you have to be. You have to be conscious. I guess if you love if you, you love that other person, you'd want to do that. No, because you know what it takes me back to is that episode that Pete was saying that we focus yeah. so much on our weaknesses, and we only yeah. can become slightly better than in it versus understanding. Okay, mm. that person might give you love by acts of service. So being able to then mm. change your mindset to say, I guess someone needs to change and understand changing that mm. mindset saying, oh, this person truly loves me because they're doing all of these things for me. Yeah. You have to, you have to be deliberate. You have to be deliberate with it. Mm. That's, that's the main thing. You have to be deliberate because all it comes to, if, if you don't do it in a way that they understand and vice versa, you get to a point where you're doing things based on what you think that they, they receive in yeah. and vice versa. And all you're doing is coming to heads because you're saying, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but you don't even, you don't even feel loved. When you do something that they feel love is like, it just comes natural. So it's a lot more, it's a lot, it's a lot easier. And by the way, this book, the one I'm talking about specifically is for married couples, but there's also one for like friends. There's one for parents understanding their children, because even with friends, you have to, you know, we just, we just ultimately think this is about marriage, but even with our friends, what is their love language? Because some friends might be quality time. Yeah. Some might be receiving gifts or, or acts of service. So even understanding your friends, it just helps that relationship as well. Well, when you're yeah, when you're it's living abroad, mate, all you can get is words. <laughs> <laughs> and quality time. Staying on the phone with a person is quality time as well. It's quality time. But, but, now, but that you're, no, um, for... now that you're in London, tell me when you're free, I'll come round and cook for you. I got you. Let me tell you something. Cool, cool. Uh, we, can break, we can break the fast together. Nine, ten. Pull up. <laughs> No, but no, but um, I just want to say this book. You know, I would definitely recommend for anyone who's in a relationship. Definitely, anyone who's married that hasn't done it, um, to definitely do it. And even if you're single, you know, think about doing it. It's a really good book. It's a way to even understand yourself better, to even know what your own primary love language is, to receive and to give. Um, it's 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 really really good. I can't recommend it uh, uh, badly enough. There's only one primary love language. It's, it's it's loyalty, B. I for some reason, I thought, I thought for some reason I thought P was gonna say money. The thing is, there's only one. There's only one language for me, and that's direct debit. Now, all you need to know, yeah. All you need to know when it comes to love. Is are you going to ride or die? That's it <laughs> about receiving gifts. <laughs> okay, Actually, Daniel, so... Daniel, 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 I had one question from my side. Do you, so since you've read this book, and if yeah. the other guys have read it as well, have you seen an improvement in your own relationship in terms of understanding each other and also the way that you behave with each other? Yeah, I would say there's there's been a change because sometimes you think that your primary might be this, but it's the other. But mm. also you help... It also needs to be revisited. It's not. It's not a one-time. It's not a one-time mm. thing, because over time your your love yeah. language may change. Yeah. Um. So you know that that can change, be re- revisited, and also sometimes it's open to have. Yeah. Uh, 
it's about having an open um, open dialogue to say, you know, sometimes I don't feel loved because of this or, you know, I need to hear you say more of this to me because it makes me feel loved. Mm. And having an honest conversation with your spouse. Because... It's funny, funny. it's funny. funny. <laughs> no, no, but it is about having an honest conversation because yeah. if we are not deliberate in doing it and if we forget to do it, it becomes routine yeah. and habit of yeah, not doing yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But if you start doing it, it becomes habit and routine. And with marriage you're only you know you're happier when your spouse is happy if your spouse isn't happy not just marriage not just marriage relationship relationship as well (laughs) yeah yeah but you know it it does it does it does help a lot and even even in a book uh this is my last comment about the book it's probably that's probably why i'm happy all the time you're single Uh, my last My, my, my last my last comment about the book is in the different in the different sections of the love languages it gives analogies and stories of people who are doing this and doing that but obviously and ultimately getting it wrong and how it affected the relationship mm. and also stories of when they understood what the love language is um different stories it's not all happy you know some of them are sad stories mm. and somewhere people identified and they changed it and how that dramatically did a u-turn on their relationship or marriage so it's a good book to understand and see the consequences and also the impacts that making these small and subtle changes can have a long-term uh, impact in a positive way. Cool. So cool. to repeat, the book is called The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Last, and the author is Gary Chapman. That's a really good book. I would recommend it. So Definitely. once, hopefully one day, one time, uh, once I'm married, I'll get the book, Daniel. Don't worry, you can, you can get the one for teens or adults. Um, <laughs> But but thank you all for listening to episode number 19 of Take Flight Podcast. Um, if you have any feedback for us, topics of discussion that you'd like us to share in our episodes, feel free to DM us at Take Flight Podcast on Instagram or email us at takeflightpodcast at gmail.com. Happy Friday. Have a beautiful weekend. See you next week. Peace. God bless. Take off, take off.